Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shante Arati. I am coming on to talk to you entrepreneurs and small business owners about five reasons your business needs funding. Uh, I, as I can see, a lot of you are already tuned in before I came live that this is a really important topic. Uh, I don't think there's ever been a time that there this topic is more important than now. Uh, especially uh, after uh, COVID-19, knowing that uh, a lot of businesses are really trying to get uh, access to funding. And it's not just for COVID, but uh, understanding uh, 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 the reasons why uh, businesses, small businesses need funding. I'm also going to talk about uh, how to uh, position your business, prepare your business uh, to get access uh, to funding. Uh, because it, the reality is, is just because we start a business doesn't mean that we always have the business acumen, that we know what to do or where to go to get what we need to move our businesses forward. Uh, and then I'll talk about uh, some options on where you can get funding. Uh, you will see uh, information on the screen and on the screen, as always, you will also find information in the show notes of this video uh, and in the video description, just depending on where you're viewing uh, from. Uh, let me know who you are. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. If you're new, welcome. I always want to know who you are, where you are, and uh, where, you know what your business is. I, I definitely like to know that. Uh, and you and I will be asking you questions also uh, while I am on. It's been a very busy day, but I thought that this was very important. I just actually got finished with the consult uh, regarding an idle application. Uh, so uh, again, people are businesses are seeking funding. They're trying to get access to it. Uh, but I want you to know you this is not anything you should be have trepidation over, be afraid of. Because sometimes you hear capital, you hear loans, you hear financing. Uh, and you get scared that this is a normal part of business or running a business, especially if you are, and I think all of us have gotten into business and we want to grow our businesses, right? We want to build wealth. We want to build a legacy. We want to provide solutions uh, to our clients and our customers. Uh, so you need money to do that. Uh, and understanding that uh, money is the big or running out of money is the biggest risk to small businesses. It's actually one of the top, uh, the number one reason that many businesses go out of businesses is due to lack of funding. So uh, again, if this is something that is uh, interesting uh, to you that you definitely want to know about, you definitely want to tune in, do share out this video to other uh, business owners that you know, because uh, you know business owners out there, they need help right now, they need funding right now, because I get emails every single day. Uh, we're getting people funded every single day for a number of different reasons. And some you may not have even thought about. So you can just think about this. Maybe you don't need it right now in your business, but a week, a month, or a year down the road, you may potentially need it in your business. Uh, do give this a thumbs up so more people see the video. Uh, also subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Thank you. Shout out to all of our uh, subscribers. We on uh, track. Uh, to reach uh, our next milestone of 30,000 subscribers. So definitely we will appreciate your support in helping us get there. Uh, so I, again, I don't want to take up a lot of time, but I really want to give you some really impactful information. And again, we're going to talk, just walk through five reasons. And again, if you have questions, leave them. I'll try to get to them uh, while I am live doing this broadcast. 
So I first wanted to just start with uh, the startup process. I was going to start with working capital, but let's go in order, okay? Uh, because, um, you know, every day I get uh, emails and inboxes from startups knowing that startup businesses, uh, you know, are in need of funding. They're trying to figure out where do I go to the, get the funding I need to start up my business. Now, when you hear the term startup, understand there's different categories of startups, right? So you may be in the phase where you are developing a product or service, you're you're preparing, you're trying to launch, you have not actually launched yet, right? You're in the concept, you may be in the idea phase, oh, I have this idea, I'm trying to work my plan, right? Putting your business plan together. But there are actually startups, new businesses that have actually put their, implemented their plan. They have started uh, they they may be in the hiring process. They may be in buying buildings or in the build out process. Uh, they may be in, in business for already four months, uh, six months in, or even five months. It just depends on the business. So it's, it's really important to understand that everybody has different businesses, different businesses, different industries, and there may be different variations just depending uh, on what industry you are or what business you operate. Um, and also, while most, uh, a lot of us do uh, self-fund, uh, right? If you're a self-funder out there, right? When I started, I self-funded my business, but uh, I knew that wasn't it. Usually is some self-funding, maybe you took out, you know, your 401k, uh, uh, money from your 401k, or you took out money from your savings, or someone in your family may have given you money. Shout out to those who that got their, their family on board to help support your business. But that's not, usually is not enough in itself to really help you to be able to start your business or continue operating or growing your business. You're going to need some other types of funding. Uh, and funding is not a bad thing. A loan is not a bad thing. Getting capital for your business is not a bad thing when you are strategic. You know, we have a negative mindset around debt. That's just because of what we've learned maybe in your childhood. Uh, you really Maybe you didn't have parents or you didn't grow up around positive uh, messaging or education around money, weren't trained how to handle money, and no one taught you. Uh, but not all debt is bad. You know, if you're strategic with it, uh, you can really, it can really do amazing things for your business. Uh, so I just want to talk uh, uh, again about the startup process. So if you're new, right? You're new in business. Uh, just think about it. Let me know in the comments, you know, what did you need money for, right? When you start, when you're starting your business and for those that are thinking about starting it right now, these are things you need to be thinking through, uh, is really critical. It's really important not to only think about it, but write it down. You have to start with the business planning process. If you want to get funding, that's what a lot of, uh, business owners struggle with, especially sole proprietors especially sole proprietors. So understanding if you want to get funding to make it much more easier, you need to really uh, establish yourself as a legitimate business. And this is not, you know, uh, anything negative about your business or not saying that you don't have a good business. What I'm talking about is in the eyes of the law, uh, in the eyes of the funders uh, that you want to invest in your business, that you want them to hand over money to you uh, for you to be able to do what you want in your business. There's just certain things that they look for that they expect. 
Uh, so you want to really start now if you don't have these things in place. And I know businesses that uh, are have been in business five and 10 years uh, or more, and they still have not followed these steps. And now it's time for them to grow their business. Uh, and then they're stuck. Okay. And it's like, okay, what do we have to do? We have to go back to square one. Okay. Let me know out there that you can hear me. I want to make sure the technology is working. All of you all can hear me. Uh, but this is very important. So think about, you know, because a lot of times even people in the startup phase get stuck or they have to shut down. They have to take a pause uh, because they really haven't uh, uh, assessed, thought through what are your goals? What does it take to start a business? What do you need in your business? Uh, like thinking about, you know, what do you need to launch that product? Not everybody are launching simple products. Sometimes you may need a patent. You may need to go trademark. Uh, something you may need to uh, acquire a manufacturer. Uh, you know, let me know if, this, if any of this applies to you uh, when you're starting uh, your business. You may have to pay for mock-ups. You definitely have to pay for marketing because you want to get eyes on your business, right? And it's not just a couple of dollars that you spend. Yes, you can you can market their ways. I put out a, a infographic on uh, 38 ways to market your business for free. There's a lot of free ways to market your business, but everybody in business knows that you need to put money behind your marketing uh, and make sure that you're marketing effectively. So you may have to bring on an expert uh, that knows how to market. You may need to invest in uh, branding uh, for your business because you want to stand out, right? In your business, you want to be well-defined in your business so people know the difference between you and someone else that may be selling a similar uh, product or service, right? So these are things as a startup that you be, should be thinking about uh, and, and even past the startup phase. Um, but I'm really speaking to those of you that are in the startup phase or you're thinking about starting a business, uh, this is really important that you think these things through, that you understand how much do you need to start that business, right? Uh, that's just to start up. That's not ongoing, right? So just to start it up, are you thinking, do you need to hire contractors? Do you need to hire uh, employees? How much is that going to cost you? Uh, where you have, whether it's fixed cost or variable cost, you're going to have them. Uh, and then you calculate what what is that amount that you need to get up and running? And do you have it? If you don't, then that's the money you need or uh, a little bit more. There's different calculations you can use uh, to determine exactly what you need to be able to start your business. Uh, but you don't want to just start, be able to start it. You want to be able to continue uh, sustaining operations uh, through your business uh, months, a year, uh, and uh, years ahead. Usually, uh, when you're doing the business planning process, you're planning or they're looking, they, the the banks, the financiers are looking for a five-year projection plan. Uh, but like I said, that those are traditional banks, but there are different, there are different uh, options now where you don't need all of that and you can get micro funding or what they call micro lending. And they're looking uh, more at what the what sales you're bringing into the business is seeing that you you are really active in your business and that's what they're looking at not so much as your credit score uh, but what you're doing in your business to be able to uh, provide you with funding uh, so that's a startup so I could talk a lot about startups but I'll probably circle back uh, on that in a minute because I know a lot of you all out there need uh, need help one thing before I move on that I would say I say this uh, all the time is that one of the best things that you could do right now is if you don't already have them is get your articles of incorporation. You want to structure your business. Uh, you you can start off as a sole proprietor. Do, do, do not stay that way. 
you need to uh, legally structure your business, get your articles of incorporation, proper registration in your state, get your EIN number, and get a business bank account. I mean, I cannot say that enough. And when I say business bank account, I mean in your business name. So if you have not established a business name, uh, check with the trademark, the national trademark uh, uh, agency, uh, which is a government agency. You can check to see if, uh, if the availability of the name that of your choosing, uh, and then get to to. Uh, getting all the information, all the structuring in place, go open up a business bank account because that is one of the number one reasons that a lot of sole proprietors are not being able to get access to funding. So even, uh, you know, as an independent agent with uh, David Allen Capital, we've been able to help many thousands uh, get funded. Uh, and this is same day funding. So you, you don't have to wait weeks and months like you're waiting on SBA or you have to wait for a traditional, uh, a traditional bank. However, sole proprietors, we can't even fund because you don't have a business bank account. It is not good enough to have a personal account. Uh, so you, you know, that is not even the best practice. You have to separate your business from your personal uh, transaction. So if, if anything, I would say start taking those steps uh, in order to get your business structured properly. If you need assistance, we definitely have resources uh, and tools available. Uh, just ask us, drop a, drop a comment in the question, let us know what you need and we will provide it for you. Now let's talk about, we talked about startups, okay? So let's just talk about the ongoing working capital that you need. This is really the difference between uh, your current assets and your liabilities. So you, you're looking at, you know, what liabilities that do you have? What are your assets? What, what is your overhead? What are your accounts uh, receivables? What are your accounts payable? Uh, because I think sometimes the mindset of some business owners, right? Again, not all are the same, but it's not always that there's a cash transaction, right? You sell uh, to you sell right now, you get the money right now. Uh, for a lot of the businesses, depending on the business that you have, uh, I can give you an example. Like I know quite a few uh, a few of my peers that are in like the landscaping uh, industry uh in the cleaning industry and they have contracts okay uh and so they in is based on the term of your contract whether it's corporate whether it's government contract okay uh or or with a, a residential contract uh, on the paying terms it may not just be you work today you get paid today is you work today you get paid next week or you get paid in 30 days or 45 days or 60 days just depending uh so a lot of those are a lot of businesses have accounts receivable that means you don't have that cash on hand okay so you made the money but you don't have access to it so you need working capital many times to be able to fill that gap it does not mean that you're not making money in your business because i know a lot of people making good money but i also know like some of my peers have had outstanding receivables in the thousands of dollars that have been unpaid right they're sitting on someone's desk waiting to sign that check so it can be deposited in your account. If you know what I'm talking about, please let, let me know in the comments. Uh, so this, this is the way it works for a, a lot of businesses. Like right now, like I just did a console. They sign up for the console. Uh, they fill out the form. I get paid right away. But for my government contracting, it does not work that way. When I do contract work, I have, actually have a business partner I've been working with for the seven years I've been in business. 
uh, and I'm a contractor for him on different uh, government and corporate contracts. And in the agreement, I already knew when I signed up, And but I'm used to this. So this may be new for some of you all. You're like, oh my God, you don't get paid the same day you do the you do the work? Uh, no, uh, but you have to understand how these these things work, and the the contracts are uh, a lot of the times worth a lot more. I'm talking thousands of dollars, maybe millions of dollars. A lot of things involved. You sign contracts. You have lawyers involved to look at them, and all those types of things. Uh, but it's a great it's a great business. So if you haven't checked out our masterclass on getting certified uh, to help you learn how to leverage that for government contracting. You definitely want to check that out. But in the in the meantime, you need working capital. You need to be able to pay people, right? So I need to be able to pay my contractors, uh, and the uh, my partner needs to be able to pay me as his contractor, right? Uh, we there, there's just money you need to be able to pay for overhead. So you need to understand what your overhead is and need to be m able to pay that. Uh, and sometimes there are gaps in the price. A lot of times there's a gap. So a lot of times businesses have problems with cash flow uh, and then they need that money. They just need the money in between the time that they are waiting to get paid on that next deal or that next contract, okay? So in the interim, what they do is you take out a short-term loan. So that's why I try to let people know there's difference in, in finances. You, there's long-term long loans, like an SBA is a long-term loan, right? It's a 30 years, typically like a 30-year loan. But most, most micro-loans are between six months and five years, okay? So it's very different. Uh, so it's, it's very important to, to learn the process, understand the process, but understand all of us need working capital to operate our businesses every single day. And if you don't have your eyes on your business, if you're not monitoring it to know, okay, do I have enough money coming in? Some of us, and I know this because all of the consults I'm doing, people in my inbox have no clue how much they made. Do you know how much you made last week? Do you know how much you made? We are almost at the end of June. Do you know how much you made in your business? How much went out of that? How much did you spend on expenses? Were you in the positive or were you in the negative? Okay, so these are questions you have to be able to ask yourself, right? We know that there are peak times, low times, and we have to be able to, to adjust and if if you don't if that's not your skill set, you definitely need to have someone on your team uh, who does have that skill set. Uh, it is well worth the investment. I just said, uh, not having money is the riskiest thing for a business. It's the number one reason that businesses go out of business because your the finance, the money is the heartbeat of your business. Okay. And so at some point, no matter where you are in your business, you're going to need to have, you're going to need to be able to get access to funding and you don't, and we don't want it to be difficult. So we want to get you in the mindset now to anticipate what's coming. And for some of you, you already there. So for some of you, you need funding now, like I'm talking right to you, right? Because you need to get access and not even COVID It's like, okay, we need new equipment. Right or something broke down. We had equipment break down. I had someone call me. Uh, equipment broke down. You need equipment now. You're making the money 
but that money is already allocated. You need to get it, get it on, get it uh, the the equipment so that you can continue to serve your customers and clients. Okay, so that is working capital. So let me know what what working capital do you have? Like, uh, and are you liquid? That means that you have uh, cash flow uh, coming. You're you're on top of your cash flow. Like you have money. Uh, in your business, cash that you can use in your business uh, while you are waiting for your receivables and, and while you're thinking about your receivables and your liabilities, you have that money available to you that all, all businesses don't always have and you just need to be able to fill the gaps. So understanding where you need to fill the gaps at, okay? So that is, we talked about number one, startups. We talked about working capital. Number three is just growth, Right. So if you are past the starter phase in your business, we need to grow our business. So like when I started my business, I basically started my business for free because it was a consulting uh, business. So you can basically, I just, all I had to do is have a laptop, right? I had already had a laptop, so I didn't have to buy that. It was just a matter of uh, structuring my services and then uh, getting the clients, right? But even with that, uh, you know, when I first started, I wasn't marketing. So I've talked about that all the time. Uh, you know, I was online, but I wasn't really visible, right? So I should have been more visible at the time, but it is really going to take uh, money in order for you to really be able to grow your business. So it took money for me to be able to grow my team. It's, when I started out, it was my myself for a couple of years. Uh, here and there, I hired uh, an intern right here and there, trained them, and they went on to do great things. But I knew I needed a bigger team uh, not just a bigger team, but an effective team, right? And so right now I've been able to grow to a team of uh, five, right? That I'm responsible for, right? So you don't have the, you know, the, if you don't have the capital you need to be able to pay your employees, uh, that's not a good look for your business. Uh, but I want to be able to continue to grow. So I need to look at, you know, what is the plan this year, next year, and five years down the road of what I want to do, uh, how many people on my team am I going to need? How much are they going to cost me? Uh, and how much do I need to make? <laughs> okay. So those are different things that you want to be able to think about. Uh, you know, are you expanding your product offering? Now, I've expanded numerous times. I also started uh, another business, not to get it confused with, with startups, uh, but is it's under a lot of times you can have different uh, ventures, different businesses, initiatives under one umbrella. OK, one corporation can be doing uh, operating under different brands or di different DBAs. OK, and I know some of you are out there like that as well. But think about are you expanding a product offering or service offering uh, that you need to be able to grow your business? Because maybe you got stuck and stagnant because you've been offering the one service. And I never recommend that, by the way. I'm the queen of multiple streams of income and passive streams of income because you can't rely on just one thing. So even if you have a service, you can be you can turn that one service into into many multiple streams of income. Okay? So but you need to be thinking about growth, okay? So you've gone as far as you can with this one service, what else can you add on? What else do you need to add on? Another service, another product? right? That you need to stand up? Are you creating an academy? Like this is what, if you have a brick and mortar business or e-commerce business, uh, is no real difference. Every business, 
uh, has should have a growth plan and has expenses that are related to that growth plan. So what what about expanding internationally? So I know a lot of businesses that are in the international markets. Like for me, I'm international, uh, but like for instance, I don't do export. So it's a lot of businesses in the export industry uh, that do very well. Uh, and so, but I actually, I want to actually expand more into different areas internationally. So what does that mean for your business? Do you have the money to be uh, able to work over there, to hire a lawyer to, again, to work on those different contracts? Uh, what about the travel, if any travel expenses uh, to be able to travel internationally or set up events internationally? So I know that's something I want to do. I know a lot of my peers do that as well. With that comes an expense. Do you want to move into a new building? So I know a lot of uh, businesses that are, have moved or are planning to move into a new building. So maybe you started a restaurant. It was a small restaurant. You're doing super fantastic, but you've outgrown it. You, you feel to capacity. You cannot take any more people. But if you don't expand, what does that mean for your business? That means that you're limiting your business. You're limiting your growth. You're limiting your income potential. So people, uh, many people, don't, uh, businesses don't want to do that. So you want to grow, right, to a bigger location or maybe multiple locations or maybe you have a, a, a restaurant and you want to add on a food truck. That is an example of growth funding uh, that you may need, again, just depending on, on your business. Uh, and like I said, uh, there are too many types of businesses and industries to even name, um, but I'm trying to give you uh, some examples in here. So you know that you are included, right? Uh, this it, it, it doesn't matter what your business is. Everyone wants to grow their business. Everyone wants to scale their business and you need money, you need funding to be able to do it, okay? Uh, then number four, asset purchases. So new equipment, new machinery, right? Uh, just think about your industry. Do you use machinery? Uh, and when I talk to some business owners, these machines, I mean, okay, if it's a hundred dollars, that's one thing, but some of these machines are in the thousands of dollars and most businesses don't just have thousands of dollars on hand. That's why they need extra capital to go get the machinery that they need. Uh, that is an asset. Uh, if you have vehicles that you use for your business, right? So I think, actually, I know uh, one of the ladies that I'm helping uh, to get funded actually has a travel business, not Uber, not Lyft, okay? Uh, she has a trucking business and needs another vehicle. Uh, so, you know, think about that. Or like I said, restaurants. Restaurants, you may need another food truck or a food stand. Uh, and so that is considered a fixed asset. Uh, so we know a lot of uh, businesses that need these types of um, these types of assets to be able to operate their business or to be able to expand uh, their business. So uh, purchasing fixed assets is a normal part of business. Uh, businesses do it every day. Uh, an industry I know does it a lot: manufacturing, uh, restaurants, even think about uh, medical offices, dental offices, uh, the machinery that they deal with. And I say this because, again, we have all types of businesses that are viewing us. Not all are just entrepreneurs or serial entrepreneurs. Uh, when we say small business, there's small businesses doing big things and they need big funding in order to be able to accomplish their mission uh, and their goals. OK, 
So uh, again, uh, asset purchases. So, you know, think about that. Have you purchased any assets, you know, uh, machinery, any new vehicles, any new equipment, uh, mixing machines, if you're a restaurant or a baker, I know people that bake. Even if you bake from home, uh, you know, you really should be using a commercial kitchen, right? Uh, but even if you have a commercial kitchen, most people, a lot of businesses are growing to the point where they can get their own commercial kitchen. And commercial kitchens, actually, uh, in my class that I taught uh, in the spring, we the new class. This I teach this locally uh, for new businesses. Um, a lady wanted to start up a, a restaurant, uh, and another wanted to start up a coffee shop. So we were discussing. Uh, the different uh, machines that are needed and how expensive they are. Not only that, but what the requirements are to be able to get to actually be able to get the equipment inside. Like what all of the requirements were, uh, licensing setup that had to be done prior to them getting in there. It was a really more complicated process than I even knew because I'm not in the restaurant industry. Uh, so that was the education for me. It, it wasn't uh, a simple process to be able to do. Uh, and then we were discussing funding options. You know, do we finance it? Uh, do we lease it? <laughs> you know, uh, and I think uh, one of them found a deal like online. So a lot of times there are other restaurants that may have gone out of business that are selling their equipment and you can find good deals. Uh, but even with that, it was a challenge because they had to have certain things in place before they could get it. It was really, it was really interesting and quite a, a complicated um, process. But these are, again, you know, if you're thinking about going into the restaurant industry or some type of industry, uh, you need to be thinking about what are the requirements for your particular industry? What is going to be required? What are the costs? Do you have the funding? And what funding do you need to bridge the gap? And then we talk about how to go get it. Okay. So again, I talked about startup capital. I talked about working capital. Uh, growth capital and asset capital uh, here as well. So um, you want to make sure, again, that you are doing your due diligence, uh, that you are proactive in your business, um, because that is going to be really important. That's what, uh, regardless of who it is the financer uh, is, if it's a traditional institution or not, these are things that they're going to be looking for to see in you. Are you serious about your business? Are you organized in your business? Are you structured properly? So again, that goes back to the sole proprietors. Uh, if you're a sole proprietor, make the decision today to take the steps to really uh, formally uh, legalize your business. It, it's going to put you in better position to be able to get access uh, to the funding that you need to be able to support your business, okay? Uh, I did a video on uh, idle and uh, PPP alternative funding. So I talked about uh, funding like through the uh, SBA. This is non-COVID related funding. Yes, they do loans. Okay. And they are more long term loans. Okay. So you have to, regardless of the, the loan that you're taking out, you just have to look at, you know, what are the requirements? What are the terms? Uh, and does it make sense for you and your, and your business? Um, and just thinking about, okay, this is a cost, but you want to think about what is the return on investment that I'm going to get, right? Um, I can give you uh, like an example of um, a gentleman, one of my peers uh, was able to get 
uh, a gentleman funded who had went the traditional route. He tried twice to get funded through a traditional bank uh, and he was denied. Uh, and he has a great business making great money. Uh, but the reason he was denied is because he's a new business. How many of you out there have a new business? And that's the reason you find it difficult to get funding because it's risky to, it's risky, it's a risk for them to, to take on a new business that doesn't have, you know, any history to say that you're going to be sustainable. I already told you, you know, that many businesses go out of businesses. Most businesses don't even make it uh, past the year. Uh, and I think 50% of businesses don't make it past five years. So this is really something that is on their radar that they're thinking about when you are a new business. Okay. So they, they said that. So he was um, a new business and there was some other reason, but it wasn't because he had fun. He didn't have, uh, he didn't have money. He wasn't bringing in sales uh, into his business. Um, but he just found it a struggle to get uh, money from the traditional bank. Uh, and he was needing $60,000 to invest in a, a new building or a new project. So just think, do you need to invest in a new building, a new project? That may be funding that you need. And he was having a difficult time. And through uh, David Allen Capital, which, again, I'm an independent agent of, uh, he was able to get funded. Okay. And I've been able to get numerous uh, businesses funded in numerous industries from e-commerce to uh, manufacturing, logistics, tra uh, travel, uh, working with a founder of a school right now. So this just tells you the variation of industries that are seeking funding right now to be able to support their business. Uh, and I've said this before, like many businesses are waiting on like uh, idle uh, loans. They're in the process. So they were denied. They didn't even get it, uh, but they still need funding to be able to support their business. Uh, that's where uh, the these micro loans can really be uh, valuable uh, for you to help move your business forward and fill in the gap while you're still waiting. Maybe you're still waiting on SBA funding, but I have one lady right now. She's like, I need funding right now. The SBA is taking so long, you know, yeah, okay, once you get through that process, but you need it now. You need equipment now. You need a new truck now. You need new uh, a new uh, stove now, right, a new mixer now. What is it that you need funding now for? Most businesses don't have months and months and months uh, to wait uh, because if you wait, like for a lot of these contracts, if you take on a contract, they expect you to have everything you need, the capacity, the resources, the equipment to fulfill your obligations under the contract. And so are you going to forfeit uh, multi hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions for because you can't get access to funding. So that's why there's um, many different uh, options for funding out there that you definitely want to consider uh, against what it is that you really need in your business and, and at the time. So always look at the return of investment. So is the $60,000 loan, again, short term, you can turn it around. Like companies like the one I'm with, you get significant discounts if you pay it back early. Uh, and not all, all not all funders do that. Uh, so that's something unique about uh, the company that I'm with. You only need a 450 credit score, a $5,000 in bank sales, be in business for six months. Uh, again, and these are really tackling some of the challenges that 
most business have with getting funding. So it means that the barriers are removed. You can now get access to the funding that you need. Now I'm going to go through really quickly and just see what the comments are out here and see if any, there are any questions uh, at all about uh, funding for your business. Um, and like I said, if you're just joining, what type of business do you have? Uh, you know, how did you fund your business when you got started? Uh, were you self-funded? Did you uh, take Did you take out a loan? Did you uh, use a business line of credit? And usually when after you start up, that's when you can get the business line uh, because you have to establish uh, business credit. Uh, but there's different alternatives um, as well. If you're with a fintech company like I am, uh, PayPal, I, I also have that option because again, a lot more uh, companies are looking they're looking at how are you doing in your business? What sell the sales that you're bringing in versus your credit score? That's why you see a 450 credit score where people, they making the sales in their business. They just can't get past the credit score requirement of 700 for a traditional bank. Okay. But more and more, they're looking at the sales. So I know even with PayPal, if I need working capital right now, I don't even have to worry about a credit pool right? They're going based on the sales activity they see coming through my PayPal account. Uh, so that is a tip for you all that are with uh, PayPal or Square or some other uh, type of fintech company that you're doing, uh, have the transactions going through, that may be an option for you uh, as well. And you can go look at my video uh, called EIDL PPP Alternative Funding. Uh, and I walk through all of the options there as well. Okay, hello everybody. I see, I see you guys. Hello, 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 hello. I see some transportation. I've, I've actually come in since COVID, uh, come in contact with a lot more transportation uh, businesses and logistics. And might I say, a lot of them are operated by women. Uh, if you don't know, that is a male-dominated industry. Uh, so, you know, shout out to them. Congrats to them. I have a question. How can I get a business bank account when my personal name is in, uh, check systems? Okay. So you, what you want to do is what I would recommend that you do is if you're trying, you need to work with, you need to work with your bank. This goes back to having, establishing a business relationship with your bank. Okay. And I give a lot of these uh, tips in our, uh, like our winning grant application cheat sheet, our masterclass, and some of our explainer videos as well. I would go into the bank. First, you need to have, you have to go get your registration, your EIN. Uh, most banks require that for a business bank account because you're trying to get an account in your business name, not your personal, not your personal name. So I would have that discussion, go into the bank, have a discussion with the, uh, the manager or the small business specialist uh, to see how you can get set up. Uh, let them know in advance that you have that and see how they can work with you. If it, it asks them, is that going to affect you with being able have an impact on you being able to get a business bank account? I've never been in that system, um, but I know setting up a business bank account is super easy. It's super easy. Uh, I did it during COVID. It was one of the only reasons I actually went out of the house was to go set up another business account uh, for our new business. Actually, two business accounts that I wanted to set up. 
Uh, and you should also have multiple business accounts that serve different purposes, but I'll get into that uh, uh, in a later video because I would do uh, be doing a few of these series on being uh, becoming bankable. Um, but I would start there. Business account needs to be in your business name. Okay, it's not in your it's not in your personal name, although your personal name is on the account. Uh, and while you're there, I would get a uh, letter of a signature of authority uh, and keep that with you on file, file it away in a cloud drive, like Google Drive, OneDrive, wherever, uh, just make sure that it's regularly act accessible because you're often asked for it. So whether you're applying for, a, sometimes when you're applying for a loan or sometimes when you're applying for uh, like a grant or some other type of funding. So I hope that answered your question. So one thing I would say is don't let fear stop you from doing what you need to do in your business. I just, a lot of times when I'm talking to people, even today, out of fear or the thought that, oh, I just, you're just counting yourself out. Oh, I don't qualify, so I'm not even going to try. The worst that can happen is a no, okay? Uh, and if there's a no, you just find out why is it a no and how can you correct it? Many times you can overcome that no or that denial. But if you just throw up your hands, throw up your the white flag, and you don't even try to fight for what you want, uh, you know, we we have to we we can't do that as business owners, as, as entrepreneurs out here. Uh, you know, just start where you are um and learn what you need to do in order to correct, to improve. So it doesn't matter. We all have made mistakes. There's a lot of people that have issues with their credit. The thing is, are you gonna let that stop you from achieving your goals? Are you and are you going to take action to improve your credit score? I don't talk about good scores and bad scores. Is what score do you need to secure the funding? That's what your goal should be. I don't like negative terms. It's just where are you baseline? Where are you and what do you need to get to get what you need to be able to achieve your goals? And then you work towards that, but you have to be actively working towards that. Okay? Oh, Rose said, D-E-B-T, doing everything but thinking. Ah, new business need capital for marketing, hiring, success team, accounting, insurance. That is so, so true, uh, Cassandra, because even I see a lot of people, you all have coaches, and they don't even mention these basic things that you need. This is be part of your business plan is I need an accountant. How much is that going to cost? You should be vetting like accountants, see, seeing what accounts are out there. What insurance do you need? You know, you need insurance for your business. That's also important, okay? Uh, so having a lawyer, having some, some access to legal representation is so important. Uh, but yes, it comes at a cost too. So you just have to think about what do you need in your business? When do you need it? And map out a plan. That's what, fun, that's what funders want to see, right? That's what the banks want to see. Uh, someone is asking, what if you have a sports team that uh, I may need funding for? Uh, it doesn't It doesn't matter the type of business. That's that's great. I actually talked to someone else that has something like similar, um, which is unique. I'd love to hear about all these unique uh, businesses. Um, but if you have a more specific question, let me know. But um, it's just like with uh, the company that I'm with, Dave, David Allen Capital, okay, it, we... Uh, fund all businesses, all industries, including nonprofit, uh, including nonprofits. Nonprofits just have to have a um, 
uh, have to sign a personal guarantee. Uh, but you have to look at what is the funding you're looking at, uh, looking for, what is the bank or financial institution, and what are they requiring, okay? So like I said, traditional banks, they require a lot more, okay? Uh, so you can get an opportunity like now, especially if you need funding now, this is a great resource. Uh, if you're looking to start up, just plan it out, start, you know, calling and uh, researching different financial institutions and what their requirements are because there sometimes some industries have more specific requirements um that even goes into play with insurances like when i was looking for insurance back seven years ago i did not know they consider some businesses more risky like they consider my business as a consulting agency high risk okay i did not know that at the time okay sandra brought the cheat sheet congratulations that cheat sheet has helped a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs get access to free money uh and it will also help you get access to loans uh lines of credit it really teaches you how to position your business to get money okay so although we all like free money uh, you know we at some point we're going to need to to get a line of credit, that's what you want. You a business bank, that's what you should be going towards. Being able to have a business credit card, right? Uh, developing business credit, so you don't even have to. You don't even have to use your personal credit. Okay, that's what that's what we're working on. Okay, that's what we want to be. You know, the 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 Bill Gates. The, you know, these other companies. Do you think they they go into banks or they request? uh credit lines and credit cards and they're using a personal credit no they're not no they're not uh kjg has a trucking company i love it okay so we have antoinette she was self-funded but she needs a car so I, i've had a lot of people need vehicles and i'm not talking about ubers and lifts okay um but even they they need vehicles too uh but you know, a lot of companies do use uh, vehicles for their business. All types of businesses use vehicles. Um, I know a lot of transportation companies, a lot of uh, limo services, uh, and they have corporate uh, and government contracts. Um, man, and and they are they are killing it. Okay, so this just tells you all the different types of business out there. Dance teams. I, hi, uh, what grants do they have for dance teams? Now. Uh, I would go back. I would go look at our grant tracker. You may not. You are sometimes are getting too specific. You're looking for grants for dance teams. You need to look at what grants are available and if you meet the qualification. They're most likely not going to say. Oh, they. they there may be some, but not all of them are going to say. Oh, these are grants for dance teams. Okay. They may say this is a grant for small business that have been in business at least one year, at least two years, or it may not, the year may not even matter. A lot of the COVID ones have that requirement, but they may say this is for women businesses. It may be for veterans businesses. Always look at the requirements. There are plenty of grants still available. Uh, just the links are in our video uh, and go apply. They're available, okay? But just like other financing, uh, you need to put in the work. You need to be active. You need to fill out the application. You need to submit a video, right? So regardless of what type of funding you're looking for, our master classes and our cheat sheets will help you regardless of what type of funding that you're looking for. Okay. 
someone else has a multimedia production company. Oh, I love it. Podcasting. We should connect. Okay. Uh, she needs funding for arts and entertainment projects. So they're special projects, right? So she has arts and entertainment projects. I have projects that I'm working on that I need funding. I've secured the funding for myself. I'm trying to show you all how to secure it uh, for your business. She needs equipment to record music, produce music tributes, documentaries, soundtracks uh, for Phyllis Hyman. And she's pre preserving musical legacy for recording artists who are deceased. Uh, that is fantastic. Uh, but we, if, if you are in the industry, uh, we know, I'm not in the industry and I know uh, that when you have high production, if you've ever seen videos from your favorite artists or uh, go, gone to a theater or pulled up a video on your Netflix or uh, your DVD or your live stream, video production is expensive. It takes money to be able to do those projects, okay? So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, so, but, but for you, the funding is out there. Uh, and there's uh, not only loans, but there are grants in that industry as well. So I will look into that too. Uh, we have someone with the online boutique. So we have so many different types of businesses. Uh, and all of them, uh, for one reason or another, need funding for their business. She sells clothes. She just got her LLC. Congratulations. But for all of you all out there, some of you all just think it's, it starts and ends with just, I got my LLC. You get so excited, but you stop there. That is not enough. You don't even know what that means. That's the first step or one of the first steps, okay? Congratulations to all of you all that got the cheat sheet. Thank you so much for sharing. So true, lenders check to see if you're registered, uh, whether you're a home or actual business. Yeah, uh, P.O. boxes. Somebody asked me about a P.O. box. P.O. boxes are rare, rarely acceptable. They want a physical business address and failure to have a physical business address uh, may lock you out of a lot of funding opportunities as well. Uh, go to our grant tracker. I think it's Portia. There's a grant in California. Uh, they've had one. It's, it's a huge one. I mean, I think California's is like 800. I get them confused. I know California has had multiple rounds. They may be at not seven, eighth round at this point. Uh, and I know people that have gotten funded that share with me that they gotten funded. So, uh, and I think those grants are like up to 50,000. Okay. Uh, so you all check, you know, you got to check in your state. You got to be looking. Our grant tracker, go to our website www.shebosstalk.com. Uh, if you need uh, additional uh, resources or assistance or have any questions, you can email us at hello at shebosstalk.com. Uh, and then again, for resources and information, you have to use the resources and tools that are available. Uh, don't stay on the struggle bus. You don't want to go into, uh, you know, you don't want to start up blindly. You don't want to move in your business blindly. You want to get access, stay connected. Uh, to us, make sure you hit that notification bell and subscribe uh, because we're well connected to the SBA, to the SBDC, to SCORE. Uh, so we share everything. I share everything that I learn, uh, everything that I uh, am informed of. I do research on a regular, on a, ba a daily basis, and then I share it with all of you. Um, but you won't know it because there's not a lot of us sharing the information. So, uh, you know, definitely stay connected. 
uh, that's important if you really want to uh, grow your business. So I hope this uh, video has been beneficial to you all. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, and have a wonderful day. Continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Stay healthy and stay safe. Bye.